It's so simple. It's so simple. Oh, your delivery uh, is what's great. It's there's well, no doubt. There's well, no doubt. I, I mean, I think, I, I think, I think we're, I think we're on a roll already. Uh, <laughs> my, my uh, happy hour friend. Oh uh, wow! Unexpected. Uh, yes, here, here we are. Here we are again. A little sooner you and me. Than, a little sooner uh, than usual. Lois and Clark. Little, uh, so it's not quite normal. How would we define normal anymore, Eric? How do we define normal anymore? Normal is abnormal. I have to ask you because it's been it's been on my mind. Uh, what do you think about the dude who married like a digital animation? Oh, and is complaining now after three years of marriage that he just can't seem to talk to her anymore it's like that's what all husbands say after three years i know right like, and the response to, to the world ass. was you know he really wants to know how to fix this it's like why we don't none of us did <laughs> and and the fact that he's posing for photos for an article for an international article of like this is my my faux wife and gosh like, I don't know how to talk to her anymore. Yeah, it's like, but yeah, But, and the thing is, what we want to say to him that we might not say to each other is, wait a minute, did you ever really communicate with her? No. <laughs> That's never a question. Yeah, so the whole, this whole idea of... um. And for sure, I am 100% certain that humans will fall in love with all their emotional capability with a chatbot, an AI that is talking. And like, I have, I have some experience with this, uh, not with a chatbot, but... Directly? Uh, you fell in love with an anime? No, no, no. But uh, I for sure have um, spoken with people entirely over text uh, in a way that I grew, like I wouldn't say in love because uh, that's a super strong word, but I grew to really care about these people. And then when they text. told me, it was all text. And and then when you know I heard uh, that they had good news in their life or bad news in their life, I was uh, respectively elated or really sad that day. And these are, as far as I know, uh, these were humans that were on the other end of uh, these. Uh, wait, of these as you say, as far as you know, exactly because you know. You know better than anybody I know that you don't know, Joe. Bro. Yeah. Yeah, bro. So. So it's. Um, slow. So, like, I guarantee that in the future, it is going to be so easy. And also, like, the way already that these algorithms 
contort themselves to please us. Like that's what Facebook and Twitter and all the platforms do is they take the, and, and TikTok is really good about this. They take the, uh, the momentary interactions that we do with their app. If you're watching a video and it gets to uh, second 30 out of, out of two minutes and you swipe away, that gives the provider of that video some information about, well, actually, you don't like videos about Polish people dancing or something, or, or in, another, in another video where you watch all the way to the end when it's about uh, puppies frolicking in the, in the meadow, they're like, okay, this is, this is that person's kind of uh, interest. And, and with that, like, it's like the um, Serrano de Bergiac or whatever, the, that, that uh, yes. short story and, yes. and then movies where... And, and just a new version of it, by the way. You know that, okay. right? Uh, no, I, I remember the um, the Steve Peter, Martin version. Peter Dinkins from um, Game of Thrones plays Cyrano de Bergerac in the most perfect he, casting you could imagine. He, right, he's perfect for that because right. Uh, so the the idea that uh, you could have something match you with, well, uh, uh, well, not not, not match you with. Oh, hold on. Like it's not a thing about matching you with the right person. It's about matching you with some AI that is capable of generating things that you like. Right. Right. And holy shit, is that easy? Like, right. like we already do that. That's what right. social media is. So is you're it's talking, generating stuff that you like. You know, you're talking to someone, and 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 someone gets a little buzz in their phone and they look at it and they smile and they laugh and then they hold their phone to their chest and they say, God, I love this phone. That's slightly missing my point, but, uh, I but don't yes. think so. I think it's, no one loves their phone. No one loves the device. They love the content. Of from course, it. but that's the way that they express it because it's, ah, okay, sure. But, so, and, but in Missing the future, your point, your point wasn't all that difficult to grasp. So just so you know, I mean, it's okay. Well, kind of I mean, straight up stuff here, but well, I'm just saying, like, I'm glad that I'm setting a low bar for you to jump onto. <laughs> uh, but no, but th this this whole idea that it that a computer is going to be able to generate a thing that pleases us is so obvious that it's like dumb to even like argue, right. and. Right. And the and the idea that someone is going to uh, f feel disconnected with the other humans in their lives because they're all on their fucking phones, right? And feel super connected to this entity <laughs> that claims that claims to be, yeah, uh, you know, right. uh, Maria on her on on your phone, right? Or such is the premise of her, which we, I'm glad to say we communicated we both had seen it it was remarkable scarlett johansson johansson as her was a stroke of absolute genius and what a, what an interesting interesting okay so in the 
in the animated movies when when they cast like Chris Rock as I mean without the, all the recent baggage when they when they cast uh, some famous person as a fish or a yeah. donkey or whatever. Uh, I guess um, Eddie Murphy. Eddie, Mur- Eddie, Eddie Murphy was the donkey in Shrek. So when they cast someone like that, uh, it's it's playing to the adults that know that voice is that person because there are voice actors that are way better than any Jesus Christ fucking a fucking rookie like for any for the most famous Hollywood celebrity you can name yeah your George Clooney's or your whatever uh, there's there's a voice actor that can do that job better, but they cast the famous people because it triggers in the adults uh, that sense of oh, I know this is uh, this is so and so. Oh, I like George Clooney. I, I, I'm not saying I, I I'm not against George Clooney. Jesus, no, no, neither am I. I'm saying that's what they say when. The, when 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 they hear the movie kids movie and they realize that the voice of the skunk is George Clooney, they say, Oh, right. I like George Clooney. The, the I'm a fan of George Clooney. Right, right. Exactly. But but the uh, but the the character could have been done probably better by a voice actor. Like the um was the guy that did Bugs Bunny and all those people? Uh, oh, uh, Wes. And yeah, 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 yeah. Boy, yeah, I guy. know exactly what he looks like too. Today, or, today, today. or, uh, or any of the people that do The Simpsons, like they, or Robin they, Williams, for that matter, who's one of the most. Yeah, but again, that's a. He was a voice actor. Uh, I guess that was just not a, first though. No, no, no! Actually, not at all. He was just in the movie. Uh, Mel Blanc is the Mel Blanc, right? Yes. Uh, so that sort of person, or there's like uh, Harry Shearer is the is one of the voices of all of the Simpsons characters, or there's another guy that does other stuff. Uh, Seth MacFarlane. Yes, uh, Seth MacFarlane does all of the. Uh, family guy people. So that sort of thing, like those people could, I don't know where was I going with this, that we're, that we support, uh, that we like to recognize celebrity voices. And for sure, right. whenever I'm, whenever I'm watching a movie with my kids and you know, some animated, animated movie, and I'm like, God, that third bunny sounds really familiar. Let me go look. And it's like, oh, that's Jay Leno or whatever. Yeah, so right, right, right. That right. that sort of thing. But um, well, it is pretty. It is. It's 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 really smart on their part. I guess yeah. to some extent. Well, sure it is. I mean, it's got you looking shit up. I mean, if that's their goal, rather than making well, the she, best, they, they most entertaining attention. movie, they got your attention. Right. But you must have been entertained by. Knowing that it was Jay Leno, for example. Yeah, potentially. That's a positive thing for you. I mean, that, that gets your, 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 uh, 
Your juice is flowing. Oh, it's Jay Leno. My juice is flowing. That's what I was going to go with. I was, I was squeezing uh, an orange this morning, and I, I thought, how can this relate to the podcast? But now I know. Well, then you thought of Jay Leno. There you go. Juice we could Leno. Do a whole show on Six Degrees it. from Jay Leno. <laughs> or is that Fahrenheit or uh, Celsius. What's okay. that? Are those degrees Fahrenheit or Celsius? <laughs> we 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 had, we had a family event the other day, and everybody had their own idea of how many degrees to Kevin Bacon was the game, right? And I I said three, somebody said seven, and somebody was sure it was six. Uh, and what do you think the answer is? It is six. Okay, good. You it you is. looked it up. Yep. Yeah, right on on the spot, of course. We had an 82-degree day this past weekend. We had 82 a degrees party. of Kevin Bacon. Yes, six degrees. 82. 82 degrees of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> right, well, I think, that would I be think that's uh, everybody. six of us seven times. Would be, what, yeah. six sevens or 81? Is that true? Check so close, so close. I, like I, I quiz my kids on the times tables, and it's, uh, it's like <sighs> eighty-three. <clears throat> so no, sixty-three. There. Well, sixty-three is what? Sixty-three degrees to Kevin Bacon. Yeah, but what were you multiplying? I don't know anymore. Let's move <laughs> on. Let's not. Okay. Continue. Let's assume I will fail the math quiz and, and move on. This is happy okay. hour, not math hour. <laughs> There'll be no test. Good, good point. Good point. No, don't good don't point. don't try to box me in. Create. There's false, no, you know, manifestation. There's no urine testing or math testing or anything. Okay. But uh, as the day progressed. The beautiful white flowering tree, which I'm still convinced is, in fact, a flowering dogwood. Uh, dogwood. Yes. I, I, I got to get it proven. But as the day progressed and it went from 60 in the morning with some dampness to 82 in the afternoon and that dampness steamed off, mm-hmm. these trees exploded throughout the day. They were twice as white and lively as they were in the morning of the day. And it twice it, as white and lively, white and lively. It brought the trees brought the day with it. And the, uh, the, the party we had was one of the best we've had in years. And I'm certain it's partly because of those trees. They okay. were just, you know, environmentally and, and holistically and spiritually. And the roots were beneath us and the leaves above us. I know. What hath God wrought, said we, but God has given us these wonderful trees. Just to circle back, what do they smell like? (laughs) We talked about that. It's not a polite conversation. Last year and the year before. It's not. It's just not polite conversation. And yet, it seems to be a known and, and a frequently discussed fact that it's... Smells so like, they did smell like what we previously previously discussed. Well, I didn't want to try it in case they did. <laughs> but the last were, time I you were enjoying was, the the flowers above you and the roots below you, and you weren't breathing. 
<laughs> I didn't smell that. No, that's the thing about it. Okay. Maybe that's the part of the identification process that's maligning the true and simple definition that this tree is in fact a flowering dogwood because it doesn't smell like that. It has a doubt in my mind. Hmm. Doubt in my mind that takes me all the way to my loins. Isn't isn't that so true of so many things? Ah, oh, it is. A doubt in my line, a doubt in my mind, all the way to my loins. Here's my loins is my pocket, where I hide my coins. And if I had a locket, <laughs> well, we can't finish that. We're at, we have, I have no degree of cleverness. I am tired and <laughs> loin coins. Yes. Yes. Okay. Nearest to my loins. So it was a beautiful day. It was a beautiful day. Was and, it? And uh, children played, and we had water stuff going on. And was there laughter? Laughter and joy. And my five-year-old granddaughter yes. had a little digital camera, little plastic digital camera with a little tiny uh, electronic chip in it. Yep. And she took pictures of everybody. And when we looked at them, we realized that they were perfectly framed and caught the best expression. And we said, oh, my God, this this is something that yes. is not typical. Because normally I, when I when I take photos of you, it, I have to take like 25 to get, a good, to get a good one because you're like grimacing or drinking or yeah. doing something. I know. I'm sour most of the time, as far as you can tell. Yes. So we took a little fishing trip yesterday. Really? Yeah. Fished. We, uh, we, uh, we fished. We didn't catch. But um, you may recall me saying that we were going to explore the Rogue River, which is a tributary that feeds the Grand River north of here, north of California. Rogue One, yes. And uh, we had scouted it uh, earlier in the week on a day where we were pretty certain there wouldn't be any fish because there was snow on the ground or the fishing would be slow. And then we went back and we actually fished it. And what we discovered when we scouted it was that when you get to the end of where the fish can't go upstream easily anymore because there's a dam the fish running uphill to the dam upstream to the dam of course pool in front of the dam and then try to jump up so as yep. we were there we saw 24 inch 10 7 8 9 10 pound fish try to jump up what looks like a bit of a ladder or it's more mm -hmm. like stair steps actually Right. And uh, so that's where we went to fish because we were, in fact, certain there were fish in that water. We did not catch one. No one did. There were seven or eight fishermen throughout the day that tried. So we felt like we gave it our best shot. Went to the uh, Rockford Brewery and had a uh, call a corner beer, which was a wonderful hammer. So shout out to the Rockford Brewing Company. Yep. And then uh, from there, went to Founders Brewery in Grand Rapids. I recall this. 
and uh, had the uh, uh, oh, what was it? It was a wonderful. It was uh, I can't remember the name of it. I'll think of it in a minute. And it was just great. Just a great time. Just a great trip. Lovely, lovely. And and a nice day. The sun kept coming out, and we were fishing, drifting in the water and it was it was 45 46 it's gotten cold since that 82 degree sunday mm -hmm. shockingly cold i mean it dropped 35 degrees over the course of a day it's like whew. make up your mind it's still cool out there today i got my sports car back too so it's a sunny day to drive that ah, the one that uh it didn't start or mice chewed through it Right. And the mice, the chewing it's of like the, the mice. like the river ran through it. The mice chewed through yeah. it. Yeah, and the guy says that, Remember that know, movie. there's no mice here. And I wanted to say to him, oh, so those mice chewed the battery cable and, and so that it was Remotely, not, not being here. Before I got here. Oh, right. how did I get here without a battery to start the uh -huh. car? Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Whatever. Cheap, cheap storage just cost me 380 bucks to get all the wiring redone. That's like what it costs us per episode here. So that's good. Yeah. And then another 700 and you better take care of this now before you can't drive it repairs. So mm -hmm. I shelled over a cool grand. I feel you. I'm going to sell a woman who works there for $2,000. Say what? I'm going to sell the car to the woman who works there for two grand. Did she agree to that? Not yet. She will. She didn't. She said, well, if I change my mind and I said, change your mind, Brooke, you haven't made up your mind. You can't you're change still it. Thinking about it. And she said, well, you're right. So I'm going to offer installment payments with no interest. Nice. Wouldn't that just kill it? I mean, if I wanted a, an old car and I had $500 um, for a couple months, I don't know. Yeah, sure. That would kill it. Just tell her to write me uh, 10 $200 checks and date them one month at a time for the next 10 or 12 months, whatever. Right, right, right. Put them all in an envelope, and I won't cash them until the date there. Seems like a, seems like a lot of work, like well, checks. It's either that or trade the car into somebody that is going to be a chore. It's right that that is going to give you eight hundred dollars for it or whatever, or whatever, yeah. and all that bullshit, and you know. But checks, it's like God. <sighs> Well, you could, I mean, if we were, I'm so far she's removed actually, from checks. She's, she's actually complete. She's the IT receptionist at the Mercedes place. So she would say, now nah, we don't do that. I'll just schedule 12 pay PayPal payments to you. And there here's you the go. evidence that I did that. And right. yeah. So I'm just okay. talking, you know, it's more of the concept I want to get across. Uh, you're speaking old man Sorry. language when you say checks. I get it. Harry's back in the, the day. I remember writing a check on a piece of wood. I bought four donkeys 
once he's with a chick. A, he's in a, a sharp rock I found in the dirt and wrote it on the back of the bark. Yep. To this day, I got that. It was a, it was a, it was a dogwood tree. I remember. Mm -hmm. Because when I wrote it and scratched in there, it smelled like cum. I'll there never forget that. Till the day I die. <clears throat> yeah, well, uh, good. We had a celebration here this week of Bye. my my son, my youngest, turning nine years old. Oof, practically so a teenager. It's been nine years since we've been the four of us as a whole family. The, as what turns out to be the familial unit. It's a nu nu nuclear, new, new, Yes. And you're uh, the parents' patri, the patriarch. Parents' patriarch. King patri. of the roost. Yes. King of the roost. I mean, I say cock a doo every morning. Yes. Uh, so that was fun. Uh, and and my, other sometimes you say a little cockle-doo. Cockle-doodle-doo. That's what I, yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, so the um, celebration, my son invited four or five friends over to a, not over to our house, but to a place that hosts birthday parties. Which is that place cope that hosts COVID best. parties? So that too. So it was uh, his birthday was five days after Spain uh, announced Spain decided that indoors now we don't need masks. Oh, huh. So and this, uh, these new variants are not uh, creating havoc there as they are in the states. In Washington D.C., the most pronounced example. I mean, of they will, but they aren't God. now. And one of the, the one of the mothers, reasons. one of the mothers came to pick up her son at the birthday party, and was going to come and say hi. But then she got within you know, a yard of me, and then said, "Oops, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm actually positive for COVID. Oh. I'm going to stand back here." Like, okay. Oof. So now your son's going to go to school with my son and uh, there's no masks yeah. in school uh -huh. and blah, right. blah, blah. And uh, you don't know this yet, I don't think, but um, this weekend, this is going to be our last episode for a little while, I think. <gasps> Why? Be because uh, this weekend I am flying, if I am COVID negative, to California for two weeks to do what well uh, I'm going to so uh, my employer their office uh, has an apartment attached to it that is also theirs and uh, it is available and so I'm going to be in San Francisco uh, oh no apartment. not yes. my favorite city in America San Francisco have you been I have several times. Yeah. Uh -huh. And, but also I'm, uh, next week I'm going to be attending a conference and speaking at a conference, uh, there in San on Francisco. the subject of, 
on the subject of the same sort of crap you saw me speak about on in, in Croatia. Amazing stuff I saw. I was right. mesmerized. Exactly. So I, re- uh, I listen. I and I listened to the whole thing. I don't so ever hopefully this is gonna even be more interesting. Yes. I don't so, ever listen to the whole of anything. Right. Ever. So anyway, uh potential so this one's gonna be uh my talk is actually was actually designed for uh, at the end of May, I'm going to be in Salt Lake City. Uh, but these people that previously had told me I could come to San Francisco to give a workshop where, like, I spend a day teaching people stuff, um, that turned into, hey, actually, could you not give the workshop and could you give a talk? How about your talk that you're going to give at the end of May? Could you give it in the beginning of May? And I said, fine, whatever. But, um, it's going to be like out the, the event is outdoors. So I've never given a talk outdoors and they rather, uh, I, I found this funny. They, so normally when you go to these conferences, uh, as you probably know, they give you this lanyard that you put over your neck and you've got your, yeah. your, your name on it. They said, look in previously in outdoor conferences, we've had trouble because uh, sometimes the wind will grab your badge and will like slap it against someone else's face or against your face or whatever. So we're going to require that everyone put a safety pin uh, and attach their badge to their chest, like freaking badges used to be. Uh, but um, anyway, so, so it's going to be going to be totally outdoors. So the obvious question is: So why don't you just issue badges? Did it come up? Right, exactly. So, well, they probably already bought the lanterns. They probably right. have them pre-ordered for five years of conferences. <laughs> right. So the oh, so it's going to be outdoors, but also like a lot of like conference talks involves uh, showing something on a screen. And showing something on a screen indoors is totally different from showing something on a screen outdoors. Oh yeah. So I don't know how visible oh, any of the screens yeah. are going to be. Uh, oh, but or, during the day. During the day, yes. Oh, Lord. So uh, the... Right. Tell them all to bring their laptops. That's all, and you're set. I mean, laptops to see what? Telephones because, to see whatever is on your slide. And how, how are they going to see that if I'm not broadcasting live somehow over the inter- internet? I don't know. You'll figure anyway, it out. Anyway, right. it's... It's going to be uh, questionable, but like m- my talk in San Francisco is not primarily my the audience for my talk. Like I really wanted to give this in Utah because I'm highlighting a thing that was made by the people in Utah. Yeah. So uh, those are my real people that I want to please, and this is a thing that I'm going to do to. Do you have any time off while you're there? Do you have a weekend? So, you must. Yeah, I mean, so I'm I'm flying on Saturday. I'm going to arrive on Saturday and be totally fucking busted. Wasted. And in th- theory, like I guess the conference is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or something like that. When but you come back. But so, but I'm going to be there for two weeks. So the following oh. week, I'm going to be sort of there, living at the office and sort of working uh, in person with. Uh, with the one or two people that actually are at the office. So, uh, which is 
So in your trips to San Francisco, have you ever rented a car and driven north through Santa Barbara and up into the Redwoods? I have been to the Muir Woods Forest or whatever that is. I have been there. Um, There's a golf course up there. Well, and there's a golf that course on top is, called Pebble Beach, but yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> I actually played the sister course of Pebble Beach. I was at that, that club mm-hmm. with a guy who has an international club membership, worldwide club membership for all these top courses that he pays for because, I don't know, he has money, he's a golfer, but. He got us in there. I played the worst round of golf I've ever played. It was insulting to the course. I was embarrassed and ashamed. Wow, that's a that's heavy. That's a, that's a high bar. Okay, I want to go to a place like that and stink up the place, but I did. So, speaking of which, the uh, the Saturday that I travel, the Saturday is when they're having the local beach golf tournament here. Oh, which sucks. Oh no, I'm gonna miss it. Oh, no. Well, that's too bad. So that's okay. I'll be here in spirit. Whoa. Pop on a top. I bet you got España, Cerveza, La, uh, Ortigo de Munes. All that. All those things. Yes. Oh. Ortigo de Munes. All the above. Rodriguez. So, anyway, so I suppose, like, next week at this time, I'm going to be three hours earlier than you. Oh. And that's going to oh. be awkward, or two hours earlier. So that's going to be So the, the, the tables recording. would be switched. I'd be the late night man. How the, how the turntables, as they say. But you're not, you, you may not want to mess and go through all that, right? Yeah, I think, and and also, and then, and maybe then, the week you're at the office, you could drink well, and smoke in the office, and then do this. I mean, I heard there's like stuff in California that's available, but uh, right. the the and then at the end of May, I'm going to uh, Salt Lake City, Salt Lake City, into Mormon Land. And I'm going to Great, be there for, uh, for several weeks, there, for several You've weeks, for several there? days. Never, been never there? been to Utah. It's, uh, it's I'm pretty, looking forward to it. it's a pretty amazing, you know, the thing about Utah and you captured it in your introduction was that no matter what happens in Utah, it's overlaid with the Mormon thing. Yeah, you know, I it's, mean, it's, you never, it's, it's interesting. I, I don't think you ever get away from it. How interesting is that? Yeah. The um, and then what are you drinking? By the way, show me the uh, cerveza, San Miguel. This this is a thing from before. Like we've done this. Oh yeah, San Miguel. So, and the so after Salt Lake City, at the end of May. At the beginning of June, I have another conference talk in Atlanta. Oh, Lord. So rather than travel back to Europe, I said, this is dumb. 
I'm going to travel to North Carolina, spend In three between. days there, spend three days there, and then drive to Atlanta, uh, steal the parents' automobile. And when and is that? In June? In early June. So you're going to be gone for three weeks. Four I weeks. Mean, uh, or yeah, the month of May. I mean, I think in the middle of the month of May, if I'm, if when I come back here briefly, I might be here for a, for for a Wednesday recording session, and I may or may not be totally fucked up from right jet lag. Well, so, you are the producer, so you produce when you're ready to produce. I'm just, you know. You're just the, that I wouldn't say talent, but uh, you're well, you're the yeah the well, riffraff. No, no, this it, the it the would, extra uh, color commentary, color commentary. That's that's what I do. I just yes, red color commentary is I, that that word is attributed to um, John Madden. Oh, I'll bet. Like who better? He, who better to? Who better to create the language of sports casting than right. the man who actually kind of invented it? Indeed, indeed, indeed. So, so I've done I've done some homework. The, oh, what did you do? Well, you you're there. frozen again on the screen, but I can hear you. Well, uh, first of all. My more important work that I was doing for myself was um, watching Better Call Saul, the first. Two oh yeah, I saw the advertisement for it. It looks attractive. And uh, but like, if you haven't watched any of it yet, you have to start from the from the beginning. But um, okay. that is amazing, and they have this podcast where they talk about how they made decisions and like they have the writers and the producers and the director all on this on the same podcast and they talk about how they made this episode and what were the tricky parts and what were the parts that were fascinating that like, that like took 200 takes to get right uh and and i love that stuff but um the homework you can set me was uh that i have done of the 25 different things you sent me that i have not written down uh was first lady Oh no, kidding! So that that's a thing that uh, that I think now maybe the second episode is out. But yes, when you told I me there was only night. one episode out, and I was concerned that you said, "Oh, this is a TV series, you got to check this out," and I was like, "Another TV series." But then when I looked, and it was like, "Oh wait, there's only one episode out. Uh, that's gonna like I can I can do that." And there's so not I did a whole lot of homework to do, right? And Holy crap, that's good. And <laughs> yeah. And and in a in a way that I don't know how they I don't know how they did it, but they brought the um the majesty, the importance of the office to what was happening in a way that like when uh, Viola Davis as Michelle Obama was walking around the White House and noticing all of the uh, black security people 
and like lifting up a fist and just being like, I see you. We are, we are here together. Yeah. And just acknowledging the amazingness of having the first black president. Yeah. Uh, and wasn't the like, dude playing uh, Barack Obama amazingly, linguistically, vocally perfect? Perfect. I mean, I think Obama is fairly easy to mimic vocally, but but yes, he did it perfectly. And I love the. I, I I love this. There was a scene in the in in the kitchen where he was making jokes. And yes. she was like, no, the reason that we have people with guns outside and there aren't people with guns outside, outside of uh, McCain or Edwards or any of those people's uh, houses is because you're the first black candidate for president. Yeah. And that, I don't know, all of that, the weight of what really happened in those moments yeah. was beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, um, as, as much as the performances of Roosevelt's with a, an amazing turn of uh, things by uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Yes. As uh, Rockefeller. Uh, or as, as, I mean, sorry, Franklin Roosevelt. Franklin. Um, was Michelle Pfeiffer's Betty Ford because... Betty Ford's honesty and fragility as, as, as uh, portrayed by Michelle Pfeiffer gave us the emotional perspective of the severity of that office. Yes. And the total disruption, right? We weren't as mesmerized by the personal uh psychological impact on either Eleanor who was you know a hurricane fit to be tied mm -hmm. a policy wonk fit to be tied and Michelle Obama who was a social activist fit to be tied but there was Betty Ford who was uh had mental health issues and drank a lot and was sick and fucking tired of the life, just right. tired of. It. Yep. In a in a way that the other two weren't. So I I I've thought that uh, Pfeiffer's performance was the best on an emotional level. Yes. In spite of the emotion involved in the scene you just gave, and and the huge emotion between michelle obama and her parents in chicago which i thought was yes. emotional, but not so personally emotional as michelle Pfeiffer. i think michelle pfeiffer is going to get nominated for i don't guess you get a nominated academy award for fucking best dramatic actress in a series or something like that that's an but emmy an emmy yes of course yeah uh and i Showing my ignorance here, I was not a. I didn't know much about Betty Ford. Uh, oh well, I don't think but, that you're in a particular minority there. However, 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 uh, upon looking her up, I am super aware that 
her name is involved with addiction and alcoholism and that stuff. And to see her, uh, she, when she, when she went to go, uh, give her speech in front of, uh, the other, the other women and she put her wine glass there first and then, you know, she put her purse down and then she started thinking and then she thought, well, let me put the wine glass down and then bring the purse up. And then uh, it was, it was very much the behavior of an alcoholic and the, I don't know. Uh, Do you think that and, that scene was choreographed from the perfect reality of what how it actually happened because i do i believe who knows, that, that, because that, because so so many of these historic things are are filmed dramatizations well no no but many of the things are filmed as they actually happened and if they are filmed as they actually happened then you have to sort of replicate that but uh i don't know if that particular meeting was being filmed well, but um, the number of people there and the, their age would allow the writers and the directors and producers to be able to talk to them. I mean, if we, yeah, if but, I rem- right, if I remember that happening. Yeah, but as I said show. last, as I said last episode or before, memory is so brittle. Uh, right. And if you know the person that you saw give a speech to have later become an alcoholic, uh, it's really easy to remember. Or if someone says, "Do you remember her having a, a glass of wine on the on the podium?" Uh, and if you yeah, have already yeah, yeah. assumed so. that that was her persona, it's going to be super easy to just be like, yeah. "Yeah, yeah." And then you can you can ask thirty yeah. people that, and twenty eight of them are going to say, "Yeah, I remember that." And whether or not that is the truth or not is anyone's yeah. guess. So, yeah, like the well, things that, that, that I, I are. Love, I love I love history. I love the glimpse into history. I love historical novels, and you know, I'd I'd rather that they didn't stretch the dramatization to the point of incredulity. But you know, uh, but and they're not doing that with this. I'm certain of that. They are with the other series I told you I'm watching, which you did not have his homework his winning time in the story of the Lakers, which we talk about. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I know, uh, I saw the second episode and that's all I'll say about it. But, uh, I will tell you this. I certainly enjoyed it as much as I did the first one. Mm-hmm. I also, by the way, because yes. I didn't, I, I saw this and I said, Oh my, I didn't know this was happening. The Man Who Fell to Earth had its first episode Sunday. Wait, I know a movie by that title. This is, my brother and I watched it last night. This, we were freaking mesmerized. It was like, I want to see the second episode tonight, right now. I mean, it was so good. The acting, the writing, the the it was so odd too, different from the original. In an, so, you, in an so you have seen the original. Uh, when I was a child, yeah. Okay, debuted on Showtime this week. 
Aliens arrives and Bill Nye reprises the role. Well, he's he's amazing. Yes, I remember this. I've either read this book or I've seen it's, an adaptation. It, it's, I think it's safe to say when you were a child, of course, when you were a child and I was a child, it's a huge difference, right? I mean, um, if I no, was no, no. in my early teens, you weren't born yet. So, uh, I mean, the myth, I wonder if there's it, was a, it was a science fiction early. novel from 1963. So you might have read it rather than seen the movie. No. Does it show uh, another movie? I've seen... Uh, there was a 1976 feature film, The Man Who Fell to Earth. There was a 1987 feature I thought there television were two. film. I thought there was this two. One. So that would explain that I might, have, I might have seen the one in 63 when I was 10 and not seen the one in 80-something when I no. was... No, 63 was the novel. Oh. The, the first TV, the first feature film was 76. Who was in I it? I think. Uh, who was in it? It was starring... Uh, this Robert is Taylor. Uh, have you heard of a man named David Bowie? Oh, Yes. He was the man. That's where we've seen it. Okay. That, that explains it all. And also starring the the best name ever, Rip Torn. Oh, yeah. Famous <laughs> but, than uh, late, more lately in uh, Men in Black. Yeah, but, the, but what, what, what a great... What uh, a great stage name. Well, I mean, like his, right, his name is... Um, Elmore rule torn, but, but to to take your surname right. is torn and be like, call me Rip. Right. <laughs> it's <so> fucking great. <laughs> like, kudos t to him. Uh, well, and he's been in uh, a, a lot of uh, offbeat stuff, but when you see him and he's not in an offbeat thing. Which, not to say he's not a great actor in the offbeat stuff, but it gives you a different perspective on how good of an actor he is. What he's well, playing he was great. Not so, was well, right? He he died in uh, 2019. Rest in peace. Age 88. When? What year? 2019. Oh, he did not know the pandemic. So <clears throat> good for him. So your uh, your family members have, have gone home. Is that uh, oh that was from last week? That was a week ago that happened. We no, my family home. members are still freaking here uh, because oh, they're gonna because right. they're, they're gonna be here right. for the rest right. of which is why June. you're gonna leave them for a month. You're just sick yeah. and tired of why do we have so many children and why are you always standing around? So now you're going to leave. No, I mean, my. I'm so grateful for my in-laws for their selfless uh, desire to uh, come and move in, basically, for the two support weeks your, or the month that I'm going to be support away. Support your job. Well, it's going to be hard on you. It's, it's going to be hard. 
Well, what it's going to be is it's going to it's it means that I'm going to be able to catch up on some TV and stuff that, oh. that because <laughs> well, normally I don't have time for that shit because I have to like line. cook you do and pretty well. You do pretty well. I'm thinking about uh, starting with uh, uh, the series Barry. We should have. Mutual, we talked about that. We I've should seen have that. mutual homework. I, no, I've seen that, I talk, and I recommended it to you. I, I've seen it too, but you're not caught up by any stretch. It's in its ninth season. Are we talking about uh, Bill Hader? Yeah. Sixth season. What the fuck are you talking about? How many seasons, Joe? Well, I don't know, but I went from beginning to end in like two days. It's fucking hilarious. There we go. Commentary from the peanut gallery. Did you hear that? Yes. Fucking but, hilarious. But you're not Saturday Night Live, though. <laughs> Hold on. Barry is three seasons long. Oh, three? Oh, God. How embarrassing to be off by like and, 80%. And, okay, so the last season. Uh, that I that I I've seen season one and season two, and the season two was in 2019. Season three has started again. So it's a big ep- gap. Episode one has started from season three. So, so don't you tell up. me that. Yeah, and All it right. is so fucking good. Uh, All right. Well, I got homework. That's unusual. And we talked about this on episode 19. 19. Of this show oh on on uh, August 9th, two thousand nineteen. What so, episode are we tonight? Uh, one fifty one. One fifty one. So, take put that in your uh, in your berry and smoke it. So I have a question for you that you've heard before. Well, then you've heard the answer. I never hear the answer. Okay. Ever. Oh, where, oh, where are you tonight? I'm here. Why did you leave me here all alone? Because it's late. I've searched the world over and I thought I found true love. It ain't me. You met another. Yep. You're the most elegant motherfucker I know. You were we'll down. see you in uh, weeks or months or whatever, whenever we see each other. So, let me know, bye. bro. Bye bye. You traveling home? Okay, that's it for episode number one hundred and fifty-one. You can find the show notes with the links to the stuff we talked about at happyhour.fm/slash/one five one. And you can help support the show at patreon.com slash happy hour. And if you join us at the Gin Martinis level, you can watch video of our calls together. And we'll see you soon.